You, you can't ex- no, that's no. not funny. That's I mean, not funny. I, hey, is but what, this what, is not that. It is. What's what color is his face? Reflective blue and black. No, what color is his face? Come on, what's on it's his face? Black. It's, it's black. It's, so it's black face. No, it's not. Black face is the term they give it to when someone is trying to be It's No, it's black face. This is interesting and all, but not. That's the same shit as last week. You guys started this shit. I came into it. You guys were all oh, talking no, about we're this. We're talking, supposed to yeah. avoid this stuff. Then you open up. We open up dialogue that's in the disagreements, and then it's ah, it's boring. Get well, to the good shit. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying it's boring. It's just there's. We can go back and forth on it forever, or we can start an episode and talk about fun stuff right now. I got nothing. Let's do it. Let's do it. I hate everything. What are we on? Yep, let's do what it. Are on? <laughs> what are we on? What are we on? One ninety. Don't bring up Nintendo. One eighty three. This is 183. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, I came at the perfect time. Pop two quarters in, pop tart, and let's get it on. I'm your huckleberry. You got the touch. It's all in the world only makes sense if you force it to. I know kung fu. Show me. And here we go. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start shit? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Warp one, end game. Ah, oh, man, that's some heavy shit, man. But you ape like me came here to save you. Oh, yeah? And who's gonna come to save you, Junior? Yeah. I raise up me in a dream you better wake up and apologize been chopping trees i've done something new for this fight it's suicide you can't win are you not entertained i know can you dig it we are here we're back the migos three raiders of the decade episode 183 what all right do that again yeah i don't know what the fuck you just said did it click out of me? Or what happened? No, I, it was just, I didn't know we were starting. Uh, so go ahead. What's everybody? Welcome to Raiders of the Arcade, episode 183. Mike, Tom, Jay, we're all here. Yo. What's up? Still uh, here. Yeah, we're still here. Define, define the bets. Define the what? Defining our own bets we made earlier this year. Remember earlier this year we had a we had a uh, our death pool that we do every year in January? And we're all still here? Uh, the death pool was never about the three of us dying, okay? <laughs> it was always supposed to be about the celebrities uh, and well, yeah, know, other people, okay? Like, My money like was not on it. any of us dying, okay? Yeah, sure uh, I don't know. Now. I had five on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> when he started doing all those shady uh, cell phone deals of, like, buying them off the guys on the street, I thought for sure he'd get shanked eventually, but, you know. Yeah, you got a good point. It didn't, a good point. It didn't end up happening. So, got an oddball to start us off with. I was watching, so as you guys know, I started playing Kingdom Hearts, and I'm kind of getting into it and whatnot. I happen to pop up. Hey, fun fact, about a year ago, that was my most predicted, overrated game of the year to come out. And while it was delayed, I did play it, and I gotta say, it absolutely lives up to that. That it's overhyped. I haven't gotten to the third one yet. I'm halfway through the first one. I bought the all-in-one pack, the one that's like ten games. Ten, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. so it's one, two, 
and three. I'm not going to play all the other ones. I might watch the cinemas or something. But anyway, so I'm halfway through one. And I popped on my Disney Plus today, and I started watching, uh, I popped uh, Toy Story on. Now, let me ask you something. This kind of bothered me at the beginning of the second movie, when Andy, like, at the very beginning, and they're like, oh, let's, uh, you know, you have five minutes before we go. And then it turns into something where, like, he's playing with... Uh, Buzz and Woody. Uh, Bo P. Yeah, and Buzz and Woody, and, like... Then it's like General Pig, and he has all the like the army guys set up in front yeah. of him, shark and the thing. Did you guys ever intermingle your toys like that? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I, I, the, I had GI Joe's fighting alongside He Man. The Transformers, really? He Man. Yeah. Really? Yep. I always kept everything Star separate. Wars, it, was always, no. it was always Batman was in Batman's world, and then the WWF stuff was in that world, and then. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was in their separate thing. I no, never. Man. I was crossed... Infinity Warring before you were even born, man. Had them all mixed wow. up. Wow. Okay, I was just wondering when that. You eat I dinner. Saw that you, movie. you eat like the green beans by themselves, and finish the green beans, then go to the mashed potatoes. And do you have a little steak. tray like, that has like four or, or five compartments, and, like, and you put all the food? A little bit of mashed potatoes, a little bit of potato. Steak. I rotate oh. around the plate. Okay. I rotate like you don't finish I'll one into the next. Into the no, next. no, no, okay. clockwise. <laughs> I'll curious. go around. I'll, I'll eat a little bit of corn. I'll eat a little bit of broccoli, a little bit of mashed potatoes, a little bit of steak, and then I like work my way around like, the plate. Take the steak and then you know fork the steak and then put a little mashed potatoes on it and eat that. No, separate bites. Separate. <laughs> separate. <laughs> bites. So there's no. You you segregate you is what you're saying. I I guess I do. Oh, I, I, right. no, I oh see, I told you, I told you he's a racist. <laughs> I was literally watching that at the beginning of this movie, and I was like, that was never my childhood. I the only time, like, I can remember feeling strange about, like, I don't know why, but like, so I had the little Batcave playset when Batman '89 came out, which the Michael Keaton Batman, which we can hit on later. Um, I had all those figures, and I had the Batcave, and I had. If you guys, I'm sure you guys weren't playing with toys back then, but at that point, like they came out. That was only like 10. I was playing with Batman. Okay. So when those figures came out for Batman Returns, also DC released their superheroes line. That was all the figures that were the same size and same kind of sculpt as the Batman figures. So there was a Superman. There was a a, a Mr. Ring that attached to his neck. No, it was his belt. No, 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 Batman, his... no, but uh, Superman's cape was like a, a, oh, yeah, a, the cape, the a ring. ring, the yeah. ring. Yeah. Now, Batman, yeah, I remember Batman, the, the, the Keaton Batman had a belt that you, you it wrapped around him, but you could pull it out and it was like they had the, the cable attached to it. Did you have that? What happened? Did he freeze? Is he gone? I guess. <sighs> he left. All right. Well, I guess we'll. Right. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Time yeah. All right. Look, there he is. No, I was saying he had the, 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 the yellow belt that wrapped around him that you could yeah, pull. Yeah, the grapple and, hook. And yeah. you could, like, drop, yeah, grapple him up. One. It was a great yeah. Batman figure. Yeah, so that whole series, like, I remember one of the tricks that the Joker had to play, like, on Batman, like, where he had to save Robin or Wonder Woman or whatever the thing was, was, like, the operation board. Do you remember the board game for operation? Oh, yeah. And, like, Batman... Yeah, Batman had to, like take those things out without like hitting the buzzer or every time Robin would get closer to the shark tank or the, like <laughs> the Joker fish tank or whatever the hell it was. 
that's the only time I remember having like crossplay with my toys. I was just wondering if that was a normal thing when I was watching the ep- when I was watching that it made me think and want to ask you guys. But yeah, I guess I yeah totally. I guess I kept all my toys separate. Yeah, me and my daughter we play a lot of board games now since our park time these days are very non-existent. I wouldn't say minimal, non-existent. So we play a lot of board games, and I ordered a lot of old ones. Operation, uh, Mouse Trap. Um, oh yeah, Mouse Trap I used to use too, as but never the actual game. But I used to use it for the the tricks on it, like the crazy Joker contraptions to like catch somebody or something. I gotta tell yeah. you, some some of these old games that you know I played growing up and stuff like that that I used to think were super cool, and now I'm playing as an adult. They're not as fun mousetrap has got to be one of the most frustrating games to try to get through you know you just want to uh-huh. set everything up and just do it and put it all away it's fucking ridiculous yeah. you can't I shake don't think the I've table ever... all, otherwise that little fucking net thing comes shaking all the way down and you're like shit don't shake the table yeah i don't think i've ever played a normal game of uh of uh mousetrap i don't I think, think i've only I don't think set anyone it up. has yeah it's, it's setting it up that's then that's the thing is like you immediately start to set it up but the game it's supposed to be played by i guess rolling the dice and freaking setting up one piece of it the game takes fucking forever just to try to get through it's total bullshit yeah it's just had to put i did i did uh kickstarter for um i mean i've talked about it way back yes. but yeah that that fireball island mm-hmm. yeah i fucking love that game yeah, I was surprised that when you got it, we didn't get some big unwrapping or you big how to do because oh. you're talking it up for a long time. Then you got it and like shelved it. That was it. Yeah, didn't last long. It didn't. They see, the, the, it's, it's the, a great. It's a great. Like what, it was great box. back then. Did you try to live your dreams and then you played it? And you're like, I eh, enjoyed it's it. My wife cool. looked at me. My wife looked at me like I don't know what the. F-. She just has a very short patience. So I'm setting this whole thing up. She no, was, that's just like, with you, Mike. <clears throat> no, because my son. Was, <laughs> My son was all into it, and she's just kind of like, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? I don't know what I'm doing. And then she just kind of like phased out. But Hunter and I, we were playing back and forth. He wants to play it again. Um, but it's 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 the the construction of the, the the board and how you put it together, and it's a really cool little you know thing if you can find it in stores. I think I did see it uh, at a Barnes and Noble in their game section, like prior to all this COVID shit. But it's fun. So- so what was your um, what was your oddball or curveball that you wanted to start off with too? Because you said you had I one as well. I guess one too. Uh, my wife's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is shit. it yours? Yeah, that's <laughs> the second question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this has been in the works for a little while. This is why I, I, I wasn't at liberty to say why, but this is primarily the reason why there will be only one video game system. Uh, in the next year. Oh, well, uh, when does she do? Yeah, so what does she do? Uh, February eleventh. So she's about eight weeks or like seven weeks. But yeah, we've been nice. trying for a while, and uh, that's the the deal was. Hey, if you want, he yeah. still had a little juice left. He's still had a little <laughs> left. <laughs> I'm done, dude. This is it. This is it. This is the. Uh, I need some guy with a steel toe boot to come kick me in my nuts. This is it. <laughs> I know a dog that could take care of that for you. <laughs> very easily <laughs> well, yeah congratulations man yeah appreciate congrats. it yeah. Congrats. we're excited february 11th is the date i'll have about two months to play whatever system i decide to go with like i said right now i'm leaning ps5 but <laughs> i love it. how it goes i know he's so full of shit yeah i know i know discussion. i know 
you know when it happens it's I, just like, the only person like, you're trying to convince is yourself i already know how which, this is all gonna play out like what would you be happier with if, when the baby if when the baby came out and they were like it's a boy it's a girl what if they were like it's an xbox one you'd be like, <laughs> <"Hooray!"> <laughs> been this entire nine months yeah what if that's the whole reason she's doing it that's no, awesome no. good for you Wow. I'm doing the knuckle shuffle on my piss pump, and you're having a th- <laughs> the third kid. Cool. <laughs> it's nice. This is it. Number three is it. Wow. I, I would hope you'd stop at that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's great. That's a great reason to stop. There is a great reason right? to stop. Yeah. So I can you find out? I kept trying to tell her. I'm like, look, four is the magic number. You know, we got four. You know, when you when you get a table like a like a nice like dining table. It's usually two on each side. You can sit comfortably. You add that third third on the one side, it just throws off the balance. My dad says, you know, cars are comfortable with four. Um, and then her You're excuses. You're basing your decision yeah. based around how much table space you have. That makes sense. So, I yeah. Gotcha. And she tells me, You don't oh, want to put the leaf in on Thanksgiving. We'll be 16 in, uh, in July. And so he's only got about another two years before he can technically go to a dorm or whatever that. Oh, look, they're already auctioning off his room. Go to a dorm. No option to stay home. We got Dude. another one coming. What if? What <laughs> if? Yeah. Hey, I did the same shit with Isaac. I sent him to the military. It's all good. I know how you feel. <laughs> At the house. What if your son ended up on like Teen Mom and like got some girl pregnant? I don't and like you, yeah. and you had a. But I'm just saying, you had, like, a baby and you had a grandchild within, like, a couple of years of each <laughs> right? other. Wouldn't that be crazy? Well, here, here's the thing, too, is my wife uh, is, I guess, what's the word? Not in line, but it's her generation. Yeah, twins, Duplet. twins. Yeah. Triplets. Twins, yeah. I thought it was twins. Oh, wow. No, triplets. Her her grandmother was triplets, and so it my skips a generation. Had- and it would have my been grandmother tense. had doubles, or had doubles, had twins too. <laughs> I remember Matt was so, telling me about that. It was yeah. funny. I've been I've been worried about it so long. And there's a great video on Facebook about this woman, uh, this guy sitting in his car with his son in his lap, and the wife comes into the car and she gives him the paper, and he's she's like, "Here's the babies." He's like, "Oh, wow, how cool!" And he flips it up and he's like, "Baby A, baby A," and he flips it up and he's like, "Baby B, we're having two, what?" And he opens and then it goes again, "Baby C." Oh my God! <laughs> and his face—he looks at the camera. He just goes, "Oh no!" Yeah, but Mike, just think—just think what you're going to be able to do now. You can leverage the kid in order to get the Xbox. Mm. Be like, "Oh, the PlayStation doesn't have uh, Disney Plus or something <laughs> yeah, right. like that." Like, we need the new Xbox. Yeah. Way Either way, within six months of the release of the system. You'll have I, the other I, system. I, I've made a deal that it has to be at least a year. That was okay. The... Okay. I, yeah, I one, one like Christmas to the next Christmas. It just matters. It just matters what games come out. As soon as they announce that one big extra thing in the Halo Infinite but see, but, but, or but, but, some I mean, big but, title, we've been over this though. Like, I mean, if it's yeah. Halo, I can already play it. Anything Microsoft makes, I can already play them. The X. I know. I know. Sony is the only one kind of being a dick. That's like, oh, we're making PS5 exclusive games. You can't play this on PS. Well, they should. I mean, they that's a new system. That's yeah. what we want to do. But they want to. Uh, Xbox wants to pull you into the ecosystem, play yeah. it anywhere. But I saw a funny Again, meme today that said in 2020, I'm not getting a PlayStation 5 because more than likely that shit's going to turn into a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> it could. You just never know. Yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, it's my eyeball thing. Yeah. So. Well, good man. Congrats. Way to go. Yeah, for Congrats. sure. Still got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny now. <laughs> yeah. In nine months. I mean, it was funny though. Was, we were, you know, uh, I've just been. She's like, if there's more than one, she's. I just don't know how to tell you. She's like, I'm gonna either tell your son, and then I'm gonna leave the house because she knows I would. I would have not taken. <laughs> he I would have not have taken. I'm gonna home. leave you first. <laughs> so. She hung the, the sonogram pictures up on the refrigerator, and she's like, you didn't say anything. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, there's only one. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even realize it. That I was like, oh, yeah, there's, there's just one. I was like, thank God. Unless it's hiding, like, yeah, behind pod, each other like, or something. One behind the other. You know, right now, it looks like there's just one. So You said she's nine weeks? Uh, seven, well, she's seven and a half. Seven and a half? So, okay. It'll be eight weeks, okay. I think. Uh... Wednesday, I think she said. I don't remember. I think it's Wednesday. So another, technically another ten more weeks, and we'll know what it is. So there's the countdown. All Hopefully right. it's a baby. She wants a girl. She wants another girl. I want a boy. So we'll see what happens. All yeah, right. Well, you'll continue. see what happens. We'll yeah. hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see where it happened either. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. What's next? Jason, you have any exciting news? Anything going on with you? Yeah, I'm Keep glad your I toys don't. apart. <laughs> <laughs> All my toys are uh, are mixed. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a big sense. melting pot. So Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, huh? I, I don't believe it at all. I don't believe it. You don't believe it at all. I think it's another one of these. Yeah, I think it's another one of these big rumor wave starts. You, you know, big wave of rumors that people start and it just catches fire. Probably we got this covered.com or, you know, those other idiots that just, I mean, every, well, everyone is covering it the same way that everyone was covering everyone it. Covered. All yeah. it takes is a good man. Henry Cavill's out as Superman. Henry Cavill's yeah, exactly. out. Exactly. And he same never shit. said he was. Warner Brothers never confirmed it here. We're hearing rumors. He's renegotiating. He's back and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, he's kept completely quiet saying the cape is still in my closet. I'm still Superman. Until I, I feel see like Michael Keaton that... would have enough of an ego that he would pop out and he would be like, "Yeah, bitches, I'm Batman." Like I would figure he would post. Yeah, like, you heard about the stuff Twitter. that he? Did. You heard about that stuff during the Spider-Man filming, right? You know, uh, was it the first Homecoming that uh, with uh, what's Spider-Man's name? What's uh, uh, Tom Holland? Yeah, Tom Holland. It said yeah. that uh, when they were not shooting, he would run around and keep <laughs> saying to everyone, "I'm Batman. I'm Batman." He just kept saying that to everybody. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I believe that ego would still be there. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, some say he's the. You mean Tom Batman. Holland was doing that, or Michael Keaton was saying? Michael that Keaton was doing Michael that Keaton. to Tom that's Holland hysterical. everywhere. Yes, yeah. that's, that's hysterical. Um, no, I mean, so this will tie us into the next story. Like, I, again, I don't know if it's. I would love to see it confirmed, you know, announced, and blah blah blah. Until it is, my biggest concern with this, and I'll segue this into the other part is we're so close to having that Batman Beyond film that we want. Michael Keaton's Batman aging and, you know, what's the guy? Terry, what's his last name? I can't remember his last name. Terry, Terry Guinness? No. Guinness. Guinness. It, yeah. Yeah, it is, is it McGinnis right? or something McGinnis. like that? Terry McGinnis. Yeah. As Batman Beyond, fans have wanted that movie. Do you really here. think? This Do you really think, though, the, Batman Beyond would catch on? With that, oh yeah, because there's enough there's enough fans to see it with Michael Keaton returning Nick as Guinness. Bruce Wayne. I it's not someone redoing Batman. It's still Bruce Wayne's there. He's aged out of it. The potential is there. The problem is if this movie Flash with Michael Keaton bombs, it could 
destroy all hope for that. And the problem I have with that is the writer of Flash is this woman. I can't remember what her name was, but she is the woman who wrote Birds of Prey, which we talked about before. I fucking walked out. I almost wanted to walk out of the movie. My wife and I, that movie was so horrendous. Just a dis- disastrous mess. That was about eight weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. Thank you. No, it was Valentine's Day that movie. It worked wonders. Yeah, there you go. That was the last movie I saw in the theaters. That was an atrocious film, and if that's her yeah. writing, I, but do you really think work. like Batman Beyond is relevant enough? Like, I feel like the ship sailed. Like, that when's the last time? The last time there was anything Batman I, Beyond I, I, like. Batman, Revenge Batman of the Joker itself. movie. Yeah, but was... Batman itself carries. So if it's just Batman, if they sell it, you know, it, if the trailer is good enough to bring people in, you know, Batman's name sells. I mean, Batman movies do well. And then you introduce it with Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, enough for the older folks to be like, oh, shit. You know, Michael Keaton's Batman, but now there's a younger version, and he's in it doing the alpha. I think that would be enough to sell people on that concept. Fans of the original would definitely come back but anybody but like who, what they who would they go unless they go a revenge of the jo- uh, joker route i think it'd be hard for that because what they're gonna do like harley's grandkids those two what is it I mean, tweedledum and tweedledee right i don't i mean and the hyena and then like that scarecrow looking guy i think like, there's not the villains I think you could do a movie that has some new villain to it whatever it is and at the end of it tease the joker and then do an aging Joker for like Batman Beyond Two, and then the Joker is because you have to establish Terry and how he becomes Batman. But I think you could actually tie it in as a teaser at the end, not so much a post credit, but like something alluding to the Joker how he's formed. See, and that's the thing that sucks. That's that's what sucks now is that kind of shit right there is like that we sit there and when we hear about this kind of shit, like. It's always like, oh, try to set up the new, the next movie. Try to set up the next thing or something like that. Like, it sucks that we're all conditioned to think that way now, as opposed to just being happy with like a one shot or something like that. Well, yeah. Like, it's all going to be about like, how are you going to tie this into a universe? How is this going to play with Gal Gadot's uh, or Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman? How's it going to interfere with Aquaman? Like, I, no. I'm not saying like it's not cool that we have all this shit at our disposal, but it's like I kind of wish it was almost like a simpler time. I like, do agree with you. I think if it was just Batman, you could do that. I think with Batman Begins, with Terry being the new Batman, you have to give a little bit. You don't want to have a movie with him becoming Batman and then it ends. Like you, you need a little <laughs> bit more time to build that character up with a nice trilogy. But I would love to honestly see like I don't know, you know. I'm just picking Ben Affleck's Batman, for instance, whatever it might be, or uh, or just a new Batman story that's just Batman, but that Mask of the Phantasm, that was. Oh yeah, that would be great. But just like a one-off shot. There's no. It doesn't lead somewhere else. It's just a one-off shot. Yeah. How cool would it be to have Batman movies like that? You have your Batman. You have your. Let's just use Ben Affleck. Let's just say Ben Affleck does Mask of the Phantasm, and then after that, he does Batman: The Red Hood under the Red Hood. Neither story is connected. It doesn't lead into the next, but everybody knows Batman. Why not those, leverage those are that? Those really stories they need to put on screen. Two and a half hour stories and then be done. Move on to the next. I think that'd be really cool. Or what if they did like a, 
well, I guess it's slightly different. I was thinking of American Horror Story, where it's the same cast, but the stories are different. I'm thinking the opposite of that, of like, what if you just had a different actor's Batman every time you made a different movie? They're all standalone. You know, you do Under the Red Hood, you do Mask of the Phantasm. Because I think, because the problem you'd run into that is you'd have people that certain ones would become people's favorites, and then they but would buy... Because you... No, no, you know and I know. you, either. Dude, you and I have been all of us have been console gamers for how long? Like, you're either Nintendo or you're Sega. Like, you can't be both. So it's going to be, there's going to be, like, a Team Affleck, there's going to be a Team Keaton, there's going to be a I, Team I Bale. It's probably my favorite overall. I think Affleck is probably the most ripped from the pages in terms of how Snyder directed him. Mm-hmm. That suit was physically imposing. The way he had him hiding up in the uh, the bathroom in the corner of the room when the light got cool. shut, and then he up and zips out, like, and how he did the, 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 the uh, his, tr- what do you call it, grappling gun, how he used that shit, the fighting in the warehouse, like, that for me, whether it was Ben Affleck or somebody else in that suit, because clearly it's probably a stuntman, that to me was Batman. Yeah. Um, but I think Michael Keaton's portrayal, his acting as him in the suit, is probably, you can't touch that. I mean, he was just, he had it down. He didn't have to do a fake fucking voice. He nailed it. The costume was great. The setting. Yeah, but was in the awesome. comics, Batman has a different voice. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it was Correct, different. Jason? Batman. In, That's right. In, You're right, Tom. Yeah, in the comics, Batman <laughs> has a different voice. Correct. Like he has a voice modulator. Probably newer versions. I mean, does he have like a? Um, I mean, 1980s, 90s Batman. Did they ever mention him having a voice modulator? I don't ever remember that. No, and I got a lot of Batman books. I can't say that. I, I, huh. I, think, I always I thought think, that was a thing. I, just I, always think, just... I always thought it was Bale that was the first one that tried to do something different, and God, I fucking hate that Bale Batman voice. Mm. I still, to this day, can't understand why he spoke to Alfred and Lucius Fox doing the voice when they know who he is. It's called staying in character, Mike. <sighs> but Batman's not supposed to be an actor. Yeah, but you put like, the hey, suit on. I'd want to talk. I'd want a different voice. I wouldn't want to be talking like this. Like if I was about to like take somebody down, I'd be like, "Where are they?" Like I'd have something like different to my voice. But it's just like when he's talking to Lucius about when he's telling him the. Remember, he's using the cell phones to like, yeah, track people and shit. It's it's that where he could just be like, "Hey, Lucius, listen r- real quick. I got to run. When you're done." Type in enter and hit exit. You're good. I got a rope. Boom, out the door. But he's he's still doing the. When you're done, hit the button. <laughs> like he's still out of breath and like pausing. It's like, just talk, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'd stay in character if it was me. <laughs> Says, does Batman use a voice changer? Yes, Bruce Wayne does disguise his voice when he speaks as Batman, but I've never noticed a difference in lettering style to denote the difference in voices. But many writers and stories have have referred to the special Batman voice over the years. Yeah, like like in books and stuff like that of like anatomy of the cowl or stuff like that. They always point out like because I mean I I don't I'm sure you have a ton of Batman encyclopedias just like I do. But like some of them when you open them up it'll show yeah like the cowl that there's the the sonar that goes over the eyes like the eyes in the in the comics the eyes are white. Yeah. Like so that way you don't so you can't see well, his eyes through him either. Like, I mean the best I think the best example of that is Kevin Conroy when he does his Bruce Wayne he's always like hey everybody blah 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 I'm Bruce Wayne and then when he talks to Alfred 
really Batman's voice is who he is. I mean, he does the same voice for Alfred. Yeah, but that's I think home. it's a suit, dude. I don't think you can compare Kevin Conroy in that aspect because Kevin Conroy is not in a suit. It's different. No, if I got in the saying, fucking no, Batman no, suit, no, but what I would I'm saying is he voice. did two voices. He yeah, did. I understand that, but he's not in a suit is what I'm saying. I think being in the Batman suit would just naturally make your just balls tighter. Oh, yeah, like that you'd I mean, want to talk like that. Like we, we said before, <laughs> I, think, think. I think the outfit does 90% of the performance. I mean, it's just yeah, but you I stand there in an alleyway, you're, in it, you're like, backlit. Ugh. Yeah, you're going to feel bad. I mean, look, Henry Cavill said the same thing about Superman. He said there's something about you that when you put that suit on, he goes, you just want to do good. And he was in an interview saying, like, it's just well, you see yourself yeah. in the – yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. said when you see yourself in the costume, fully dressed up with the cape around you – and people on the set bring their children, and he goes, it it puts something in you that, like, it changes you. I can totally yeah. see that. You put that Batman mask on, and you're fucking jacked up. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that, too. Have you ever had a leather jacket? <laughs> have you ever, in your life, Mike, have yeah. you ever had a leather jacket? I, I okay. Had, have, you had, yes. have you had a collar on it? I had the, I had the, the Terminator 2 jacket. Okay, from, but uh, other than that, have you, ever, have you ever popped the collar up on it and been like, oh... <laughs> Like, you were never Andrew Dice Clay for a second when you put on a leather jacket? No, I never did that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm... Jason, you don't have a leather jacket? I've never owned a leather jacket. Never. Really? No. Windbreakers, oh, wow. but no. Not leather. <laughs> wow. No okay. Andrew Dice. I take it you did. Tom, did you own a leather jacket? I have two leather jackets in my closet. <laughs> I bet you do. I, I believe it. <laughs> Hanging yeah, next to the Boston the jerseys. Yeah. What, did Jason have a running suit? Uh, yeah, did you have a lower running suit? Maybe Adidas red? I, <laughs> I had an Adidas one. Did you, did you say yes? I, no, I had Adidas. I had a lot of, you know, uh, windbreaker pants because they were smooth, you know, when you break dance, you could slide and spin yeah, and do shit lower. like that. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't have a match. I didn't have a head-to-toe uh, match. Uh, Uncle Jay? Jumpsuit, yeah. nothing. No. Run DMC style? Yeah. <laughs> I still wear bas. That's all I wear is like basketball shorts most of the time, anyway. So, whatever. All right. So we hit up Batman. Uh, so that leads us into uh, the writer of the Birds of Prey and this Flash movie with him, who's is now writing a new Pirates movie. Awesome. Pirates Give it to me. Caribbean. Give it to me. It's the first time I've been interested in pirates since the first Pirates that, came out. The porno or the. Was Pirates of the Caribbean. Jesse James Pirates. That was oh, okay. fantastic. Cinematography I, I, I'm not amazing. excited for this one bit. Those movies, they lost. First off, it, Johnny Depp made those movies, but even his shtick as like this drunk, just that stupid portrayal of Captain Jack, it just ran its course after three movies, and it was like, all right, I'm done. Right. You know, and yeah. I mean, He's going to be due for a big comeback outside of this anyway, to where I, I feel I like you can put Margot Robbie in there. I just don't know what the purpose of that is. He's not going to be in it whatsoever, though. It's no. got nothing to do with him. It's they the may talk about world. him. Huh? No, they said that it's the same world. They, you could probably yeah. hear about it, but it's it's not going to. But that kind of brings me back to history of like a female pirates. None of them were captains, except for one I kind of mentioned to you guys before. It was a Chinese woman who married one of the biggest Chinese pirates, he died, and she basically took over his reign as, like, But is, is this movie considered, like, factually... Like, is any of this grounded in reality? It brought in Blackbeard, which was Edward Teach. So he okay. existed in that world. But 
I mean, like I said, unless you do, unless she's not the captain and you do like a Bonnie. Um, of course, she's going to be the captain. Why not? Why does it? Why does it have to be historically accurate? Why can't it just be an awesome, an awesome oh, ass kicking? But then, then it's just then. What is it? Just then, at that point, it's just a remake of the Johnny Depp. Is it? How do we even know this if we haven't even gotten there yet? They, they, they the only thing they said is that they're going to reboot Pirates of the Caribbean starring Margot Robbie. Wonder- I'm in did see a while before that was announced was she was supposed to be doing his character but not the first name that's what the, the, the first rumor was she'll be captain jack sparrow I don't know if it's jacqueline sparrow but she was going to be recasted as captain jack sparrow do we take those that rumors with a grain of salt as it stands now with just her being but, cast a so that was about she's two a weeks great ago. actress i mean i even though you know i mean don't get me wrong like Birds of Prey is what it is, but like her other movies, I've seen her in outside of that, like Wolf of Wall Street and um, her. I think. She's and what do you call it? Uh, the Focus Tanya Harding with movie. Will Smith was solid. Yeah, the uh, she was Tanya Harding. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I mean, I I like that a lot. It's it's more. What are you gonna do? We've already seen them go to hell and back. We've already seen the the Fountain of Youth. We've already seen. You yeah, know, but you can always, you can always come up with new. You shit said like that. you saw all of that before you started watching that pirates uh, TV show that you watched and you loved so much. So why wouldn't you be open for like a new thing of fucking pirates, especially starring the, pirate the hottest like, pirate on the seven black seas? Sales, and black sails that was based on uh, Treasure Island and his and history. It was but, a, a but that's of, not but that's not what but that's not what I'm saying. The, you the embraced pirate, pirate lore. Yeah, but Pirates of the Caribbean. What they've done is gone off the walls with unrealistic, you know, Calypso being this, you know, monstrous member right. of the seas, and Davy Jones, Blackbeard, and uh, Fountain. It ran, and, it ran its it, course. <laughs> the giant toilet bowl. They're going to do that's new and refreshing. Yeah, but this is a whole nother generation, man. You got to look at it. I mean, I and and I will say, like, to be 100% up front, I don't know shit about these Pirates of the Caribbean. Every time I've ever tried to watch one of those, Okay, so I can remember at least three different times that I've tried to watch that movie, and I only make it to the part where he walks off the top of the ship onto the dock, and I fall asleep. <laughs> like that's, and, and that's literally like five minutes into the movie. I've tried to watch that movie more than a couple of times. That and SWAT. I've tried to watch SWAT mm-hmm. in that movie or a the, million the Colin times. Colin Farrell. Colin yeah, Farrell. Yeah, in Samuel <laughs> Jackson movie. I've tried to watch that so many times, and every time I've fallen asleep, like immediately. It's got for what, some Michelle weird Rodriguez, LL Cool J, Sam Jackson, Colin Farrell, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. For some weird every reason, time I see that movie a too, or a pop star put in a movie, it, it makes me. And, and and then it's like an action type flick, like Battleship, or anytime they like Vanilla Ice makes a cameo, it's like I know this movie's gonna suck. It's different when it's like a drama where it's like Lady Gaga popped up in that. What was that movie she did with Chris? What's that her name is? That what the fuck's that movie? Where what, the country Bradley duo? Cooper? Yeah, oh, the Bradley movie? Cooper. The song that, is "The Stars Born." Yeah, yeah, Stars Born. Like that, I got a different vibe to it. But anytime it's like a like a SWAT movie and you see, <laughs> and it's like you know, uh, seeing yeah, all no, Jackson, no, no. these big stars, this big star. LL Cool J. It's like, all right, you lost me. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. I don't buy that for one second. Cause Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Shitty movie. Funny as fuck when 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 Samuel Jackson gets eaten. But Deep Blue Sea is a solid movie. movie. It is no, not see, a shitty Deep movie. Deep Blue Sea is a solid movie. Solid movie, dude. I would say it's solid. 
What? Ed, come on, you can't even say that LL ruined that. LL, if anything, saved that movie. It was a pretty solid Jackson freaking movie. That movie. That's How that's did he say he was out within the first thirty minutes? No, that's, that's not true, part. dude. No, the, no. If anything, if, if anything, it's when LL first says he's say is Samuel L. Jackson getting bitten by the shark. That's it. No, no, no. I, no, I don't. You're I full of to, shit. I, no, you're full of shit. Black man survives, beats the shark at the end. The chef, he makes it. Come on, dude. That it was a solid movie. I can also point to a certain movie called Any Given Sunday that had LL Cool J in it. That was also a good movie. The football one. Again, uh, that wasn't a bad. That was not a bad movie. Um, although, yeah. when, you when know, he was just in it. Like, to me, he wasn't like a, he didn't have a lead role. He was just like one of the. Yeah, that's what I was saying. If it's if it's like a, a drama based and the movie has at least decent acting to it, it's passable. I'm talking about like these action popcorn flicks. They just battle. I can understand where you're coming from. I love, you obviously know I love hip-hop, love rap music, and I can understand where you're coming from when you see one of those guys cast in a movie that they, that you would think that they would just cast a, someone else. Like, it's like their first big shot in the big screen movie. Yeah, I I know what you mean. But, uh... Fast and Furious, or Ja Rule. Yeah, but they're not, like, main characters. Yeah, most deaf in freaking uh, Hitchhiker's uh, Guide to the Galaxy. Great freaking movie! Yeah, I know you like that shit. You can't say that you don't like that. You never seen that movie? No. Is it good? Yeah, I like the book. I've never, I've actually never seen the movie. Isn't Alan Rickman in that? Yeah, he's the robot. Is it good? Should I watch? Yeah, you should watch it. It might be well if you read the book and you understood that. I was gonna say this might be I'll a little see, too complex for you. I might check that out. I, I just it wasn't like I just protested it. I just never got around to see him. Protested it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it's this movie. On my list I've never I'm seen like, it. Fuck I'm never gonna see that shit. No, I'll have to check that out. So here you go. Just just for reference, I'll put on here Deep Blue Sea on Rotten Tomatoes got a six. Oh, yeah, because Rotten Tomatoes. That's what we no, go no, by. No, I'm not going by Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes is only 100, 112 reviews. It got a 60. What I want to go by is the audience score, which I believe to be more truthful. Do you guys? Depends. As, as who's on whether or not it's. Argument it is, but yeah. of 379,000 reviews. It's a thirty-eight. My case, I rest. Oh, okay. Shitty knock, movie. Knock. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> From it's Rotten Tomatoes, movie. don't we have multiple episodes of Mike saying how much Rotten Tomatoes sucks and they I, shouldn't yeah, be trusted? Yeah, and always, they aren't the bar. Now, yeah. I, said, I believe that the user reviews are tend to be more accurate than the critics. To that, I say seventy-nine thousand people hold or put their reviews in and it's at a 38 i'm looking at deep blue sea 2012 rotten tomatoes four stars rating of 80 percent 141 reviews Are you sure because i just i literally just had it up on my screen do, uh, honestly do you think i could have bullshitted that that smoothly everything I'll, i just I'll said screenshot make it, up. it right now for you okay so what else we Are got you sure you didn't do deep blue sea too <laughs> no that's that's well, hold on. Deep blue shit, sea wasn't but... 2012 it was 1999 was it? Yeah. Richard. What the hell did you see? Oh, you saw a different one. That's not even the same movie. Well, I, I kind of want to see this now. It's got Rachel Weiss in it. Yeah, um, that's it's deep. It's a visual, stunning, uh, melancholy tale of, sub, of subsumed passion. That's why. The Deep Blue Sea. Is with that on Rachel Cinemax Weiss later? Tom I, 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 I don't know. Let's see. I'm, uh, post-war England, Rachel Weiss, a woman 
Overpowering love threatens her well-being and alienates the men in her life. Uh, let me see. This Again, Rotten Tomatoes says eighty. Oh, it seems. It seems sexuality nudity. I'm in. <laughs> we'll check it. We'll check in with the deep blue sea thing later. Um, the other thing in the. Since I'm on here, real quick, I yeah. I see this movie. Man, can Dave Batista make a good movie that's not Guardians? Doesn't can need he? to. He's already got the money. And the guy's a sh- I mean, personally, I don't know. It's weird, like, because he came into the WWE, and this is going to segue actually into our next thing anyway, so that works out perfect. But when he came into the when he came into the WWF back in the day, um, he came in a little bit later on in life. Um, he was he was Leviathan in. Uh, yeah, wasn't he Triple H's bodyguard when yeah. he first came out? Yeah. It, well, when he first came in, he was in Right to Censor, and he was uh, Deacon Deacon Dave Batista, and he was partnered up with uh, after they split up the Dudley Boys. Uh, he ended up with Devon for a while, and then um, he ended up becoming friends with Triple H and that whole thing. Guy got ended up getting jacked and everything else and whatnot. Um, but when he came back, like, I, I don't know, there, to me, I guess, you know, and it doesn't matter. I'm not in the industry, so who cares what the hell I think, but he just, he seems like the type of dude that like the rock loved wrestling, like the rock loved yeah. wrestling when, and then he just found out how good of a character he was. And he was able to transition that into acting like Batista doesn't seem like he loved the wrestling part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it just came off in his performances of how he was and stuff like that. And like, you know, he's doing this gears movie. Didn't he do like his own Scorpion King movie or something like that? Like uh, he's had like a bunch, here. he's had a bunch of, you know, he was in Riddick. Wow. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in Riddick. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, he's never had a character as good as the rocks, but the rock is the yeah. rock. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. you know, like that. He's I a would person, imagine a personality. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. the person I mean, that I saw in the ring talking all that shit is the person that I would expect to meet in real life. He'd yeah. be probably nicer and more compassionate and empathetic toward blah blah blah. But that's still the Rock, and he's still going to act and talk and do and yeah. have that charismatic personality. And the thing is, like, I don't, it's not like I think he can actually act well. I mean, his, his version of Drax is really amusing. Like he can maybe it's comedy that works for him. I think it depends on the picture that he's in. Like I'm looking at his RMD or IM not IMD Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like his list. But like he did the Kickboxer Vengeance movie. Forty one. Didn't he do one with that? Uh, he did one with uh, the taxi Kuna. driver a year ago. It was basically like Deadpool. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just gonna. That's what I'm asking about. Yeah. Gruber, Stuber, Stuber. That's right. Stuber. Forty one percent. Stuber, then he had, um, and then when I guess when he when he's in the movie, not necessarily the top build, it does well. Blade Runner twenty forty nine, uh, Avengers Infinity War. This movie now, granted, there's an exception here because he was in Endgame and Master Z, IP Man, whatever. He was in a movie called Final Score, which is at a seventy percent, probably one of his better ones. That he's actually the main star of. It's got Pierce Brosnan, Ray Stevenson. Again, toss up here, seventy percent. I mean, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to be a movie star. I get it. Like he, you know, he's he's earned his money. He's done what he's wanted to do. But I don't know. Like to me, again, he's his next movie coming up. Something in German. But then he's got Dune. He'll probably be like the fourth or fifth down on the list. He's in Dune. He's in Dune. 
So again, I mean, he'll probably that movie will probably do really well, and he'll get credit for being in a really good movie and get work. Dune's going to become the next woke thing. I have a feeling in this in the next whenever this movie comes out, I feel like a whole original. So I don't know. I feel like a whole generation of kids is going to see the Dune like the Matrix was in the '90s. Like they're going to see Dune like that. Like it's going to be an eye-opening kind of whatever for them. Why is Dune? I, I just I mean I hear things, but it doesn't. Like no one talks about Dune like they do Star Wars or Star Trek, and then oh, making a Dune movie, and it's yeah. Like, but I think now that they have the technology where they're going to be able to make one that's going to be amazing, like as opposed to just the one that they shot out before. I think so they'll I'll be able this. to do it justice. Since I've never seen it, anybody who anybody else has never seen it, here's the on IMDb. It says the a mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey. Dune tells the story of Paul Atreides a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding who must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. A malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of one of the most precious resources in existence, a commodity capable of unlocking humanity's greatest potential. Only those who can conquer their fears will survive. Yeah. It's black Panther <laughs> with the vibranium. <laughs> right but Similar? like i mean how is this any different than like stargate or well dune came out a long time ago well, i dune, know but, but i mean yeah. in terms of like sci-fi the premise is sort of i don't know it was just there at the beginning i mean it's Fifth it's element. an older story that's why i don't know so what did the, what were we all going back around to batista on this what was the whole point of that uh give me a second here I don't, I don't remember. Dave Batista was going <laughs> to... He was... Oh, I, saw, I saw it on the I Spy thing, and I asked the question, I'm like, can this guy actually get work? When oh, he, yeah. When he's not the main star, does he have anything that's a, a decent yeah. picture? So there you go. Well, speaking of, speaking of people getting work, in the past week, The Undertaker, I'm sure all of us have a, an Undertaker story that they could tell, or... Were they freaked like were they freaked out by the Undertaker? Like I I I, I remember it. I was a kid. I was like I remember him in WCW and I remember when he was mean Mark Calloway, Callis. I think, or mean Mark Callis. 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 Yeah. Mark Cal- he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he Callis. was like I wanna say it was at like Starcade eighty nine or something like that, or and he was in a tag team with Dan Spivey. Um I remember him being a like, you know, just he was an ordinary run of the mill dude. And then I remember watching his debut at the Survivor Series in 90 as The Undertaker, where his original manager was Brother Love, if anybody yep. else remembered. <laughs> Brother Love, the, the tan. Brother Love! Yeah. I, I love you! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I remember I that. Love. He used I to remember. always have the urn with him. It was so fucking no, creepy. No, no, Brother Love didn't have the urn. That was Paul Bearer that had it. Paul Bearer, uh, yeah, that's right. Paul yes, Bearer, yes. yes. Paul, yeah, he a, was a creepy such a, such a great time in wrestling when you can name characters Paul Bearer. <laughs> yeah. So I remember, I, I remember he came into the Federation. He had a feud with like Dusty Rhodes for a little bit at the beginning. Then he fought um, Jimmy Snuka at WrestleMania. That was his first WrestleMania. It was at WrestleMania Seven, and. Then he got into a feud with the Ultimate Warrior after that, and there was a thing where he they put the Ultimate Warrior into a casket and locked it. And I remember being so—I mean, this is 
this is like 10 year old, 11 year old Tom at the time when I, or no, I was younger than that. I was, yeah, nine or 10. And I just remember being so freaked out by him. And then he beat Hulk Hogan his first year in the Federal at Survivor Series 91. He beat Hogan. So I'm it was actually, like, if you're talking, I'm actually watching his first match with Lex Luger and WCW as Mean Mark Callis. So yeah, this is pretty, so this is pretty amazing. A, He's had a hell of a career. I mean, we've wa- I've watched him for years upon years. His last couple of years has been kind of painful. Um, his stuff with Goldberg. I mean, Goldberg almost killed him when they did the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, last well, we talked about that last episode. Yeah, I had just recently watched that. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Dropped him on his fucking head and, yeah. like, all this shit. Like, so he officially announced this past week on the um, – on the WWE network, they've been doing a, it's called the last ride. And it's been the past five weeks. They've been showing new episodes of him talking about how he wants to have the perfect send off. And at WrestleMania this year, due to the whole COVID and all that shit, everything getting changed. He ended up having a match with AJ styles, but it was done. It was shot like a movie. Like there was all these different camera angles it was him in like a, a graveyard fighting AJ Styles. They were on top of a roof, like a roof, and fighting each other Who won? and whatnot. Uh, Undertaker did, okay. and the Undertaker got on his bike and drove off, and that's how WrestleMania ended. And Undertaker, and in the um, documentary, said, "That's it. Like I officially, like I don't have any desire to return to the ring again." After that, like that's my perfect send off, and I don't need, like he doesn't want to do it anymore. That's but that but he did say, a... if Vince called him, he would be back. Oh yeah, and, in and some sort of capacity, yeah. Now yeah. I gotta say, Vince McMahon's a clever man, because uh, I read that story and it says just a year or so before that, he signed him to a 15 year contract that's going to continue to be honored even if he retires. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get paid for the next 15 years to literally do nothing, but that's because of this AW or AEW and whatever this other startup impact, whatever it is, he is yeah. guaranteed the Undertaker will never go anywhere. <laughs> well, the thing is, they talked about that in the documentary, was there was something where um, Undertaker was supposed to do a show, I think it was in Vegas, and it was going to be down the street from where AEW was having their show, and it was the okay. same weekend. And the rumor mill started going of Undertaker's at L- at Vegas Airport, like, and oh, the, the the new and Vince I guess called him up, like freaked him out and was freaking out. And Undertaker, you know, along the lines of just like, dude, out of anybody other than Shawn Michaels, yeah. I mean, realistically, there is yeah. nobody that has been more loyal to Vince during this and during you know, his entire rise up, like everybody else has left, even triple H came in from WCW and whatnot. And Michaels had all his drug problems for all those years. Like undertaker earned the respect to not get a phone call and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And apparently that drove a wedge between the two of them for a little bit. I said, when we were talking before earlier, I had like a few days ago, had just watched that 16 minute Iron Man match. Um, with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, and then oh yeah, yeah, it rolled, in, it rolled into Survivor Series in '97, uh-huh. and um, after that, because it was just on YouTube and it was just rolling one to the next, it was some guy interviewing Undertaker, Mark Callis, whatever you want, or Callaway, whatever, um, uh-huh. 
And they're like, you know, hey, you know, when you were around that time in 97, you were looked at as a leader room or a, a locker room leader. And he said, you know, what what happened in your eyes? And he kind of like sat back and he's like, yeah, he's like uh, the rumors had gotten around that stuff, something was going to go down. We didn't know exactly what he goes. Brett didn't want to leave. He didn't want to beat be beat by Michaels. Yeah, he just didn't want it. The two of them didn't get along since, uh, and, and Brett's got a record about this now about how Sean was only going to wrestle his friends. Yeah, and he only know, wanted Brett, to make money with his yeah. friends. Yeah. And so Brett kind of just, he just didn't want to lose to that. He goes, so you have Brett not wanting to lose to Michael, mm-hmm. but you can't have Brett showing up the next night with the w, being the WWF champion. Mm-hmm. And so it's like so when it went down, he goes. Brett was obviously pissed. You know, he did his thing. Then back in the locker room, he goes, I basically stood between certain people and told him, look, does this affect you? Then get out. Yeah, he was in the locker room when it all happened. Yeah, You all stay out here and let what's going to happen in here happen. And he goes, and I remember uh, uh, Vince saying something to Brett. Brett punched him, knocked Vince down. Vince got up and said, I gave you one. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I give a lot of credit in that whole story. Like Vince McMahon knew, like he deserved it. He deserved to get punched in the face. And he was like, like, you know what? I'll tell you, you've seen Vince without a shirt on in some of those matches. Yeah, come on. Come on. Brett would have whooped his ass, though. Come on. Back then. In in a fist fight? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Brett. Come you on, gotta no, Brett. Brett, Brett uh, his hands are like baby soft, freaking Vince. He had never been in a fucking yeah. real fight in his life. Lean, Brett would have whooped his ass. Brett's way, but I'm gonna say Vince was no small little. He was not a small dude. He's not, but I don't think for a second. I mean, and I'm, and I know wrestling's fake. I get all, you know, whatever. It's, it's. I don't, I don't even like calling it fake. I like to call it scripted. Like those guys are incredible athletes still to be able to pull off what they pull off and put their bodies through that all the time. Like yeah. Brett comes from a Brett comes from a family where his whole life was wrestling. Like I don't think for one second if there was ever an argument or a fight or something like that that Brett wouldn't be able to like wiggle around. Like it, I hate to say, like compare it to MMA. Like I, I bet see, if you put him in there to that's... like grapple with like Kurt yeah. Angle and Brock Lesnar, I bet he could in his prime. Oh, I, bet. I, mean, I think guys. that's I mean, he was a. Re- I mean, that's why they called him the excellent execution. Of the, I mean, he he, yeah. he he was trained very technical compared with his, with his father. So I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, you know. It, but it was funny watching this. You know, the the match with, uh, and then it also fed into the match where he fought. Like he came back after a year, and fought Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> at WrestleMania 13, and it was funny to watch that happen because that's when. Stone Cold's popularity was just starting to really blow up. Yeah, this is the Texas Rattlesnake. This guy will never give up, and we all know that he never tapped out. He just bled out and passed out. Yeah. But after that match, when Brett walked over and stomped on his like his uh, hamstring, and the, and mm-hmm. Kurt Sham or Ken Shamrock was the ref. Yep. And interfered and threw Brett down on the mat, and at that instant, everybody turned on Brett. Yeah. I mean, it he took like, it all. He took it all really to heart because I mean, he took it. Uh-huh. He took it. Yeah. He took the shit. Yeah. He did not like to be the heel. He did not like it. No, because he wasn't he, good at it. He didn't no. want to be known as a crybaby. Like yeah. that was the thing. He always pictured himself. Yeah. He he bought into his own shit. Like Scott Hall uh, 
has done a ton of interviews where he talks about going over to Brett's house and Brett's yeah. heart, Brett, Brett's house is a shrine to him being the hitman. Like yeah. everything in his house is all about, you know, the pink and black. There's a giant picture of him holding like the WWF title in his bedroom. Like, I mean, and look, Razor Ramon's thing, like, same the ultimate warrior. Yeah. The guy he's like, I don't have any of that shit. Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't have any of that shit, man. He's like, you know, like, you want to buy into your own bullshit? That's fine. Like, you know, I mean, it's just... But Bret Hart took a tremendous amount of pride in... Yeah, being the... His dad owned Stampede Wrestling and stuff like that. So, I mean, he had to... He had to work harder than everybody else, so he wasn't just daddy's favorite in the Federation. And it it carried over. I, I, I think it must have been really hard to swallow that when Austin's out there trying to be such a purposeful heel and the crowd loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it didn't matter how bad he was. They just loved him for being bad. And it was like, kind of like the undertaker, even though the guy was dark and scary and was supposed to be the, the bad guy. How do you not like that mysterious figure? And Austin, while yeah. not being cloaked in mystery was just that badass that a lot of kids or whatever wanted to be. We wanted to be rebellious and look at our boss and flick him the middle finger and, you know, that you, so you're Brett, and you're like, I'm supposed to be the good guy here. What's mm-hmm. left? I guess I got to go bad. That must have really stung. I bet. I Jason, do you have any Undertaker stories? Was there anything in particular, like, you remember? No, like, I mean, I remember everything that you guys said. I remember when he first started. Um, I remember the first time I saw him climbing that top rope. You know, where he grabbed the guy's arm, and he'd walk across the rope and do the yeah, jump. Yeah, the, the old school. The arm. Yeah, yeah the arm. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. This dude's fucking 20 feet tall, and he can do that. It's one of the most amazing. You don't see that often either. Like, well, you, after you the, after the hundredth time seeing it, I'm like, this is a stupid-ass move. You I, know, I hate funny. it. I, it's it's dumb. funny you say that, because in that interview that I listened to, they talked about his moves. He's like, there's not a whole lot of guys that have multiple well-known moves. I mean, the rock had the rock bottom and the, and the people's elbow, but that was it. He goes, you had old school, which was walking the top rope. He goes, you had the, what was the other one he does? Um, the tombstone. Well, he didn't have the tombstone. The last ride. Slam, he used to the, do the last ride. Yeah. He's got he used to so jump many. out of the top of the ring. Those were all of his big spots. Yeah, so yeah. he's talked about like, you know, what, talking about old school. He goes, so he talked about a guy he got that move from. He goes, there was a guy when I was coming up this guy had this move. He goes, and he was about six two, and he goes, and uh, you know, you see him do it, and you're like, that's that's cool. You know, how do, how does a guy that size keep his balance on that rope and not fall off? And he goes, I remember saying to myself, when that guy retires, I'm taking that. That's mine. Mm. And the guy was older to begin with, so that he did, he took it. Um, but then, you know, yeah, he talks about all these different cool moves that he did, but he's like doing it every night and people saw it happen after a while you kind of had to because i forget what match it was but i said hey when i'm up there pull me off don't let me get there let me bait the crowd and he goes and sometimes i wouldn't do it again he goes and other times 10 15 minutes later i'd revisit it and then pull it off he goes but you can't keep doing the same thing he's and that's you know razor ramon was the same way at razor ramon if you go back and watch any of his matches and i picked up on this when i was a kid Every time he's in that match, he goes over the top rope in one way or another. But it was usually when he started to, to perform the razor's edge and mm-hmm. he was too close to the ropes 
you knew that the guy He'd do the backflip over. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's ass is touching the ropes. Where are you going to razor's edge him? Like you, yeah. you turn him around. I know. I can remember that doing that coming. too when I was a kid being like, what yeah. the hell? Did you but, see the undertaker's wife? Which one? Sarah? The, no, the newest one, Michelle no. McCool. Google oh, no. her. Yeah, did, isn't she from something, though? Michelle McCool, the she name sounds... She's she, from she was w, yeah. yeah, she was a wrestler. That's where they met. Okay, yeah. He was dating that woman, Sarah, because he had his, her name tattooed on his neck. Yeah, and DDP... And DDP... Star, I was at the WrestleMania when, um, when that happened. Like, when... Or not the WrestleMania, the Raw when DDP came in and they started the WCW invasion and DDP was the one that was like stalking the undertaker's wife. Yes. I who remember was, that. Who was DDP's girl? Oh, Kimberly, Kimberly. Page. Yeah. Oh my oh, God. Shit. The girl what from 40 year old virgin with her boobie yes. that popped out. Yep. I didn't know I, that was her. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was Kimberly page. She was like a penthouse model. And then, I mean, page like legitly like ran strip clubs, like, him and the Godfather, like both of them, like legitly ran like nightclubs and shit before they got Stacey popular. Because you, <laughs> Stacy Keebler, Baltimore's own Stacy Keebler, she was a Ravens cheerleader at one point. But my God, eh, tainted. Well, yeah, after Clooney hit that, that was it. You never heard from her again. Nope. Didn't didn't Jeter date her too? I think so. Yeah. And Jeter's like, yeah. Jeter's what? Yeah, Jeter's hit them all. Jeter's for me. Like, yeah, go ahead. Jeter's like, like what? Fucking A, say it, say it. Jeter, Jeter's like Jeter's what? Jeter's ex- allegedly, just to make sure we cover ourselves legally, uh, allegedly Derek Jeter is like patient zero for herpes in Hollywood. Yikes. Mariah that, Carey. Rodriguez, right? Jessica Rodriguez Alba. All of them. Huh, that's crazy. That he whacked them. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard that too. So you know, going back to The Undertaker really quick, then we can move on. The thing that yeah. I, uh, while as I got older, there were things about The Undertaker. I'm like, that shit is stupid. You know, the top rope thing. He has yeah. very minimal, you know, big moves like he had said. You know, he wasn't a very technical wrestler, a Kurt Henning or a uh, Kurt uh, Angle. Kurt Henning was so um, You know, those type of guys. Even Hitman, very technical, lots of different yeah. moves. Um, the thing that I love the most about him is after he'd, you know, in the middle of those fights that would go on for a long time and he'd get knocked out and you know he's going to lose and stuff, how he would just, like, sit up and, yeah. turn around, you know, come back to life, recharged, and then you knew that shit was on, that it was it. He would yeah. take all these beatings and stuff. And then the one that he had did that with, it was either Lesnar or Goldberg. Remember Lesnar. where they were? Okay. And they, they, he was knocked out and he jumped up and... He started doing the crazy laughing, ha 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 ha. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was, shit it was, was fucking Summer great. Slam. That was great fucking Undertaker stuff. That's what I liked about him the most. I gotta say the the, the biggest thing about it, he wasn't champion for a very long time. He wasn't like, a for, champion a lot in his career. No, now. it was very minimal, and he never was disgruntled. He never left. Did he, he never need like ten it. times? I think he won it ten times. No, he didn't. Not ten. No, no way. No, not even close. For me, his highlight moments would probably be when he fought the Ultimate Warrior and put him in the casket. And then the Ultimate Warrior, you know, when, they, when they finally open it, because you see him going to the side and, and doing the crank, which is like pressure sealing it for for burial so nothing gets in. And they were all like, oh, he's not going to be able to breathe. And they finally got over the crowbars and all the, you know, the security staff rushes over and trying to break yeah, into it. Yeah, that was the one see. I was talking about, the Paul Bear. It was on the Paul yeah. Bear's, uh, what yep. the hell was that called? The funeral uh, parlor. 
Yeah. That's what and, it was, the funeral and, party. Uh, yeah. They finally ripped the coffin open, and you can see all the, the, the stuff inside tattered and torn from the under, from the ultimate warrior trying to claw his way out. Scratch his way out. Uh, Undertaker's one... a seven-time world champion. I was waiting to just fucking get some word in. Steal my oh, thunder sorry. shit. Yeah. Seven times in 30 years. Fucker. The person that's won it the most is uh, Rick, John, John Cena. John Cena, yeah. yeah. And then Ric Flair. 13. But Ric Flair, Ric Flair's, though, allegedly oh, but... he's won it more than 30 times. Because there was a whole ton of times that, like, the title changed hands at a house show or something. And then went back. Like, they're saying allegedly more like flair had like 30 reigns okay, altogether flair is officially recognized by wwe by wwe is a 16 time world champion eight time yep. nwa six time wcw and two time wwf man they yep. screwed him there well he did come from the outside though right well when he came into the wwf the that inside, was, yeah that was 90 and i think two and he won the royal rumble that year like he was only and in I... the wwf for like two or three years at that point, and he had a feud with Randy Savage, and uh, then he lost the title to Bret Hart, and he left uh, WWF not too long after that, and went back to WCW. I think the what was I going to say shit. Something really intelligent, I'm sure. Yeah. Fuck. You guys remember Haku? <laughs> yeah, there's all these stories about dude. If you ever want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole, is listen like type him in and all the crazy stories about like that all the fights he got in he apparently he ripped out somebody's eyeball and he was always like the toughest guy that nobody messed with in the locker room like that he got sprayed in the face with mace and he's uh he's the rock's uncle he's from I that, not that. Well, I was gonna say yeah, i'm not surprised i'm yeah, say and rikishi and haku yokozuna all of them right yeah they're Simone all really swat in. team mm-hmm. yokozuna i don't think was yes he was no, him, they are was cousins. He? Uh, yeah yeah I was the Rock's cousin. Annoy the Annoy family. They're like the Annoy, yeah. I know the Annoys. Yeah, they're like the um they're like the Hawaiian Heart family. <laughs> the Hawaiian the Heart way. family. Well, I mean if Canada's No, no, you know, no. That makes total yeah. sense. I totally get it. It's just funny to hear to say it again. Yeah, that's a close that's because Nia Jax is part of that too. Like she's from they're all related. Uh the the Uso brothers, those are yeah. the Rock's cousins too. Well aren't like, they Uso's? The Usos are Rikishi's kids. Yes, those are Rikishi's yeah. kids. Yeah. Yep. Same with uh, Bray Wyatt. I just I know that guy. Bray Wyatt is the son IRS's of son. IRS's kid. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow really? Yeah. yeah. Mike Rotunda, so is, right? So yeah, Mike that other that other. I, I was watching when it back. This is what two years now since I reviewed that uh, WWE game when I was doing it yeah. for that website. And they gave us like free WWF network or WWE network. And so I was going through and it was like a live thing, a raw. And it was like this guy, Bo, I can't remember his last name is Bo, Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. That's his other kid. Yeah. Yep. This is the brother of Bray Wyatt. I'm like, how? Somebody lucked out in the gene pool because <laughs> Bray Wyatt's a brick shithouse. And this other guy is like a worm. Yeah, he, he doesn't have much uh, texture to him. No, and he, he doesn't. doesn't have much charisma to carry on a character either. But is he still uh, in there? I, I don't know if Bo Dallas is still in the Federation. I know Bray Diet or Bray Wyatt's just coming back, and I honestly I've called, kind of fallen out with it. I don't really watch it as much. Like I catch I the pay per views. Yeah, I love. Or I catch like. Stuff. Yeah, I catch the recaps, but like I don't sit there and watch Raw for three hours anymore. It's not the same show. It's just not the same anymore. 
And it's weird too. The crowds like now are, I mean, obviously like with no crowd, like wrestling's so strange to watch without a crowd. Like yeah. without anybody in the, in there, like screaming. The, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some Charlotte flair. I could watch her all day. Or uh, what was the other one? Mickey James. Oh, I used to love Mickey James. <laughs> I and, remember her. Yeah. She still comes around every now and again, but yeah, I don't, it's, I, it's I don't part know, of all that stuff. Watch it's part of all that stuff I was watching. Like I said, I watched the WrestleMania 12 one that I watched. Um, after that, it kind of, you know, on YouTube, you can just click on the next video and it just keeps going. And yeah. one of them, it started off with, I think, like Bret Hart. It started with Bret Hart's Hall of Fame, <laughs> Hall of Fame speech. And yeah. then it rolled into Ric Flair's. Yeah. And Ric Flair's speech was an hour long. And, and he wanted to keep going. And they had to cut him off. Yeah. And you can see talking about his kids, and he was getting so emotional. And he's like, you know, I'll never quit. I'll never quit. And at the very end, he's like, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm tomorrow. I'm, I'm facing Shawn Michaels, and you know, he's like, I, I couldn't ask for a better person to to wrestle with. And you could tell he was getting like he knew this was it. And he's like, this yeah. is the person he was going to go out with. And then it showed like a three minute clip of the ending of that match. I think we talked about this like. Two yeah, years ago. where he said he yeah. loved you. Sean, he's like, he's like I, I'm sorry, I love you. And yeah. that sound, that pop, and then he rushed over to his head. And I'm just like, man, I, I guess when you have those tight relationships, it's got to be kind of cool. And if you're one of those guys that's just, you know, never going to cut it, that, that's just got to suck. Like, you give everything. You want to be the next Shawn Michaels. You want to be the next Bret Hart. And they don't, you, you just don't get that push. And yeah. you're just, it's a totally, it's a different game now. It's a publicly traded company, man. You don't get the same kind of shots as you would. Oh, man. Hey, your merchandise is selling. We're going to push you. Yep, exactly. So what else What? What else did we have to hit up on this episode? I think that's a freaking, uh, the that well was... is dry. The well is dry? <laughs> it's like The, the Undertaker. So. That's, our, that, that's our big... Uh, like, did he play Rollin' 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 to end the show? No, definitely. It would never be play. The match that he fought the I hated that fucking song. I hated when he came out to that shit. I hated it so much. That was he came out. Fuck shit. Was it Olympuskit? Was it Olympuskit? Yeah, Olympuskit. Rollin' Rollin'. He had American Badass for a while, and then it went on to Rollin'. He had Olympuskit. No, first he had the American Badass, then he had Olympuskit. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Look it up, sir. I guarantee you, he came back at Judgment. He, I guarantee, he came back at Judgment Day, and he was the American badass, and he came out to the Kid Rock song, and then he changed it to Rollin'. Look it up. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. Yeah, because then the de- the deal was, in order for the WWE to use that in the games, Fred Durst made it so he had to be a hidden character in the SmackDown okay. games and yep. the Raw games in order for them to get the Roland license plate or you know uh, what, license though? song You know what? I can't, I can't fault him. <laughs> no, and that's all he wanted. I know he he's want sick. Money. I've heard a lot of stories, but man, you know what? Yep. For that one, I can't fault him. <laughs> he wanted to be in a WWE wrestling game, and he got him. his wish. Now, one last Undertaker story is I remember as, as ridiculous as it was when you're watching as a kid compared to now is when he fought Yokozuna and he was basically going to beat him and like every wrestler came down to, like from the every back. He, every heel you could think of trying to beat him and just just punch him into oblivion 
and finally rolled him into that oversized coffin that was just to be big enough to fit Yokozuna. And they mm. slammed the door shut, and Yokozuna won. And like 30 guys are pushing this thing up, and then the lights go out. And then a lightning rod comes and strikes the, the, the casket. And then you see him up on the stage, up on the screen, as if there's a camera inside. But as a kid, you're like, oh, my God, we're seeing him from inside the casket. I remember that creeping <laughs> me out you're like, so bad. They put a fucking camera in there. Like, this is yeah. set up as shit. But then you see his body rise above, like, it raises through, like, on the screen and then above the camera. And above the leg. crowd. Yeah. And he's on top of the, the Titantron with his hands. Like, that was bad. You don't have that shit today. Okay, so that was at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Later on that year, when he came back, I think it was Survivor Series, he came back and fought Yokozuna again. You know who the special guest enforcer was in the match? To ensure that all the heels didn't come back out and do that to him again? Hmm. Chuck yeah. Norris. Ah, yeah. Chuck Norris was a special referee. Oh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> good old Chuck. Yeah. All right. On that note, I think that's a good spot to end it. We'll come back next week. What do we? I don't even know what we got going on in the next. I guess. Yeah. Well, oh no! What that other game comes out the seventeenth, doesn't it? The Sony one, the one that you guys are all gaga over. Oh. The samurai you. game. Oh, yeah, I want that. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, oh, okay. it looks pretty solid. I don't know if I'll buy it when it comes out, but uh, I definitely would like to play it. All right, well, there All right, gentlemen, here come the yawns. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yawns in. All right, we'll All catch right. you next week. All right, guys. See you. Talk to you later. Bye. See ya.